Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you don't mind hitting the like and subscribe button, we have two new episodes coming out every week. Now let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you can just put that. Yeah. It's not the best looking thing, but it works. But it works. Is that right? Yeah. You see this on the right yeah. I do true. feel like I just, yeah. I didn't need a studio. I like people feeling in their natural element. Well, if there's ever an element, this is, this is probably mine. Is this your natural element? I guess so. I mean, I've spent a good part of 30 years around this game and stuff, so. Do you even, like, care about baseball? I love baseball. It's a great game, bro. It's cool, man. I, I love uh, the passion. I love the farm system, which is really cool. It's like a... Uh, there's no other sport where they have like minor league uh, and you know, the guys come up and they get drafted and they got to work their way up to the majors. So yeah. it's cool to see them like progress and then all of the different levels of the game to get those big checks and get to play those 162 yeah. games. You know what I mean? So you do like, I was, I didn't know if you were like thrust into baseball and then you had to be like, all right, I guess this is my thing. No, I mean, I was more of a basketball fan growing up, but at the same point, I do, I do love the game, you know? And obviously, yeah. over time, I fell in love with it more because, you know, uh, it kind of, you know, took a life of its own as well, right? Yeah. The film became a big deal, and then, and then this, this all kind of followed, you know? I'm not going to lie. Like, I, found, I knew you through the West Side Gun Weed thing. Like, yeah. I saw the movie when I was a kid, but that's not really, I'm not yeah. a baseball guy. I knew you through the West Side Gun thing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, that all came apart about randomly as well, right? You know, uh, Wes had got a hold of the Wendy through some people of ours and, uh, and our, our boy too much. And, uh, you know, Chase um, was working with Wes, and I've known Chase for 25 years. Uh, Chase Infinite? Yeah, so Chase is... Uh, my best friend's cousin and a soul assassin and I'm, I'm part of the whole, you know, soul assassin. Those are my people, so. Oh, really? Yeah, I come from like, you know, Muggs is like my big homie and so I come, my boy Dietrich used to work for Muggs and Chase was around and, you know, Cypress was a big impact Muggs? on my life. My boy was, uh, my boy worked for him and is a soul assassin, that's my best friend, so my boy Dietrich Brown and, uh, so I've known Muggs since I was a little kid, bro. I was at his studio, you know, yeah. chilling, soaking it up from 18, 19 years old. I have a Muggs, DJ Muggs signed bomb that yeah. I've never smoked out of. Yeah. And I don't know, do you think I should smoke out of it or no? Nah, just keep it. I mean, he could. So He's Westside a, hit you up about the Wendy. So Westside got the Wendy and he loved it. And then, uh, you know, Much told me that he wanted me to come. He was at Alchemist. And he said he wanted to talk to us about maybe doing a project together or something. And uh, yeah, he just started kind of pumping the Wendy because he was into it, you know. And mm -hmm. Wes don't do like goofy stuff, you know. Like Wes ain't going to do it just to do it because it's like something to do. Yeah. He does it because it's natural and organic and it's art, right? So uh, He only fucks with things he fucks with. That's it. Yeah. You know, he's, mm -hmm. he's a passionate dude. Whether it's wrestling it, it or fucking... Right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, with the... With the thing, he said, let's go, let's go meet at, uh, come over and see me when I'm in town. I came over, he was at, you know, he was at Al's studio, they were working. 
and uh, we chopped it up and smoked one and talked about doing something together. And you know, uh, coincidentally enough, he was there with Vic, the designer, and uh, him and Vic were working on the the drop for the for the list for the list too, right? Mm -hmm. And so he had that artwork up because they were working on the 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 clothing and uh, the merch. And uh, Wes was just like, you know, in typical Wes fashion, was like, shit, man, we already got the Wendy. Why don't we just run with the list? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, obviously that was like as organic as it gets. It just happened that they were working on that. We were there at the same time. The Wendy, the Liz, the female name, the different That's look at the crazy. way people look at, uh, at cannabis because it's normally based off of uh, like a flavor yeah. or, you know, it's always like some type of flavor or thing or an ice cream or this or gelato or cookies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's cool to look at it from a female perspective since it's a female plant. For real. And obviously that fit and with the Liz, with Isaac was such a classic artwork and then you know my story as well we just thought that was that worked well together you know so we put that bag together and got it out for the drop for our money and uh you know it was a hit the, the market responded to it you know we got a couple write-ups and and uh high times and different things and you know the the market spoke but that was just something that came about super organic like i said i'm never the type to like i know the soul assassin camp but i'm not over there like yo let me get y'all to co-sign yeah. this thing or not, you know? It but you comes knew about his music. Organic. Wes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been a fan of Wes um, since, like, the early mixtape days, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think, like, like Eat What You Kill, like, that type of, like, you know, early, 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 maybe, like, the first HHW, um, HWH type of joints, you know? Yeah. And I first heard him, and I was like, yo, who are these buffalo cats that just got this grimy, real hip-hop that's back, right? And then, you know, as it evolved, and then I saw he started working with Chase, I was like, of course Chase would work with, you know, these, yeah. these cats are real, that makes sense. Uh, you know, he seems to, to know where the, where the heat is all the time, you know, with the ASAP and, and everything else that they've been through. So, you know, that kind of came about naturally, and, uh, and that was that. How about the weed thing? Because that's, that's so cool, like, I don't know, those worlds, <laughs> yeah, take the, you deserve to enjoy this too. I feel like I should say this. This is the first time you've been in the ball, Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. And for the camera, it's the induction weekend. We didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, we're at Hall of Fame induction weekend. We should probably give, I should have given an intro. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, we were here doing a signing, me and the Sandlot guys. This is Hall of Fame induction weekend. Um, they're inducting a couple of players. And uh, this is my first time in Cooperstown. And actually the film has made it into the Baseball Hall of Fame, Baseball at the Movies. I believe they have a maybe the original ball back here somewhere, which is really cool. And like I said, it's cool, you know, to think we did this film 30, 30 years ago, and now it's become such a part of this, uh, of America, for one, but also yeah. of this game, this great, you know, America's pastime. And, uh, and it's cool to, to be a part of history. And, you know, I feel like we made it to the Hall of Fame. We got our picture on the wall, and we never laced up our cleats, so... That's a shout out there for all the kids doing it out the dirt, right? And you know, how does you can that still feel? reach the, the the heights? It's pretty it's pretty cool, right? It's a little surreal, but at the same time, it's like it's like a blessing, right? It's like we get to share this stage with these amazing people that gave their life to this game, right? Did you always love it, or was there a point where you were like, nah, fuck this? Nah, man. You know, it was it was obvious early on that uh that like you know this is a thing. And these people, they really, they really like this, you know? Yeah. And uh, here it is right here. Check this out. 
This is crazy. Yeah. So. Did you pick doing it, it yourself? Like, was your choice to be in the movie yours? So I was acting already. Um, and it was just like a regular audition. Uh, I came in, I was actually reading for the role of Yeah Yeah originally, and they wanted me to read for Squints. Come get a shot of this, this is dope. They got the original screenplay for that's it, and so that's the real ball from the film as well. So, you know, it's pretty cool stuff. I asked because I feel like it ha this has become bigger than you now, so it's cool that you can enjoy it. We're inside the museum already, bro. Bro, where are you? Um, I'm back here by the exhibit. Oh, I'm First floor. Come before it uh, ends, because they're going to kick us out soon. That was Mr. Patrick Renna himself, so he's on his way in as well. Oh, really? Have any, yeah. you, you haven't been here, but you guys haven't done an event here or anything. Um, no, this was cool. Have you ever seen this? Oh, wow. So this is, uh, they made a, a documentary uh, about it. So the uh, uh, picture from the Pirates. Um, the dude was on acid, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, had a, he had a wild night and, and threw, a, threw a no no, you know? Uh, uh, I'm gonna be straight up with the questions because I'm not trying to do like, you know, I just wanna have a conversation. Yeah, of course. You doing the weed and all of that, mm -hmm. it, was that like a push against being the like kid? No, the not at all. Kid, I just or... loved cannabis. I fell in love with the plant at an early age. I've been smoking since I was a kid and running around selling weed, and that was just my lane, so. Um, you know, the business kind of caught up with me. And even before we dropped the brands, I was already in the business. It was mm -hmm. just not at a point where it was like, you know, something that was fashionable to talk about. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was before the branding and everything else. But I ran a very busy, popular 215 medical shop in Los Angeles. And uh, we were already very active in running like micro business, mm -hmm. farm to table type of uh, situations, you know? So it's, it, it is a big part of my life. You're in the legacy field, is it? Like 100%, to call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we've seen the arc of the entire business, which is cool, man. It's cool to see uh, uh, where we started and where it ends up. Sometimes I'm in meetings or, uh, you know, with city or this or that or fire inspections or doing these things. And it's like, it's kind of crazy to think of where we, where we started and where we've come, you know. I'll walk through facilities in other states and just be like, wow, like, Imagine what we started out of houses in the valley in, in Southern California, you know what I mean? It's like, it's become big ag and big business and it's, it's interesting the places and the things and, and just the, the knowledge that I've acquired from, from trying to grow a little weed, bro. Just yeah. like, you know, I'm a, I'm a carpenter and a contractor. And a, Are you? I mean, more or less, I know about everything from HVAC oh, yeah. to plumbing to this to that to building out full facilities, you know what I mean? And knowing everything to vertical businesses and retail and this and I the I think loss. that's the Sandlot Clubhouse so right yeah, there. Yeah, they got a Sandlot Clubhouse. When was the first time you got stoned? Um, shit. I think I was like, no, I was younger than that. I was a, I was a kid, bro. This is cool. <laughs> you were a kid. Yeah. You enjoy it right off the bat? Um. Not as much as you would think, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, I come from like the, the, the 90s, bro, like straight up from Cyprus, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think uh, 
when we were doing Sandlot, actually, I had got my first like Discman. It was right when like the Sony Discman drops, right? You know, and uh, I think my first CD I bought was a was a single to like, in, uh, not insane, but a hand on the pump, right? From the original <laughs> Cypress album. So I come from that era of like the chronic and uh, real West Coast hip hop. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of in line with that that arc of life of graffiti and hip hop and uh, and LA street culture, right? Yeah. And the weed went hand in hand. And obviously it's gotten a lot better over the years. So you were smoking for the music. I mean, we were just, it was just part of our, of our California lifestyle, you know? I, I, I Trust me, I understand. I didn't smoke because I had some family related weed things happen early in my life, mm -hmm. which made me go away from it. But then you like to think that music doesn't influence you. Yeah. You like to think, no, I wanted to smoke weed. It wasn't because of the music I was listening to. But I do think at some point you are influenced by the things around you. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know. What do they say? Life imitates art, mm -hmm. or art imitates life. Yeah. You know, I guess vice versa. It can go either way. Do you feel like, all right? Do you feel like you, because of all this, have been able to take control of your life? Um. Because of my business now. Yeah, just because of who you are and the mentality that you hold. I mean, I think. Uh, I've just always been like. I've always had a hustle mentality. I've always been like with the business. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to hang out or be whatever. I'm in motion trying to uh, make things happen. And my mind works in a way that like I'm constantly spun forward trying to evolve and create, right? Yeah. But yes, with this, this life path, I've learned to create. And to be honest, like the money is, doesn't mean anything and all, all business aside, like, you know, cannabis is a tough business. There's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts and, you know, a lot going on, but like the creation, the, the, the organic situation that happened with Wes, um, seeing something that is an idea and that we bring to life and then mm -hmm. holding it in my hands and saying, oh, wow, or having this idea of the, the squints and Wendy and bringing Wendy, which caught his attention, which brought the Liz, which, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, I love to see, to think, and then I'm hunting these things, you know, yeah. and actually cultivating and bringing this to life and then liking it and putting a name on it and designing a bag and becoming something, you know? Yeah. Well, um, I feel like not many people who are put in the situation you were could then go to another field, become successful, and then mold the two together. Yeah, it's, uh, to be honest, it was something that I never really wanted to, uh, to put together. I felt like Sandlot was such a thing on its own in its own entirety that I didn't mm -hmm. really want to, uh, um, I didn't want to marry the two. I didn't yeah. think it was necessary, you know what I mean? But the Squint's name took on a life of its own. I had made that logo and people just hella fucked with it. And like I said, like, you don't get to, uh, oh, you're fine, bro, don't worry about it. You're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No worries. Enjoy. Guys. <laughs> yeah, we're right. Yeah, we're just. Of. Yeah, we're just. We're just talking. No worries. Um, uh, you know, life. Like, like I said, life imitates art, and art imitates life. Like people ask me, they're like, "Do you do you not want to be uh, known as this or that?" And it's kind of like, you know, that shit makes people happy, and we don't yeah. really get to choose our handles anyway. You know what I mean? If this yeah. is the one that, like, if if this is my cross to bear, then like then good, you know, like yeah. it does good for people and people fuck with it. And then if I'm squints, that's what I am, right? So I kind of got to own that and keep moving forward with it. 
and let that be a thing in itself, right? Obviously, it's good for it's good for the people, the the people in the world, because they enjoy it and fuck with it. You know what I mean? It's crazy to see the happiness it brings. Like when Thousand see, and right? I pulled up to that yeah, event, yeah, yeah, yeah. that made me be like, oh shit, I understand why like you would keep doing it or why yeah, you bro, would people like genuinely happy. people. And it, then to it see like changes people's lives. One hundred percent. And then to see multiple generations. Right? To see grandparents show their kids and then kids show their kids' kids. Yeah. And to see multiple generations affected by this film and to be a big part of that and have them tell you, you know, my dad passed away and this was our tradition. Or look at look at Kobe, bro. Like Kobe Bryant, his 4th of July. Uh, come, come. Oh, yeah, yeah, come on. So Kobe's 4th of July, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're, what they did on 4th of July with mm -hmm. the family would be, uh, he tweeted about it before, it's like 4th of July for them was always pool, barbecue, and watch Sandlot, right? Yeah. You know, he started a whole podcast based off of Sandlot. He called it the Punies because he just liked the- Did he? The, yeah, yeah. And it was all, he's talked about it publicly like multiple times and about how like he just really fucked with like our vibe and the story that we bring and, and, yeah. and uh, you know, the good American values about working hard and the have-nots kind of succeeding. So. This was part of his family as well, who was like an idol to us, you know what I mean? Was there ever a point that you didn't like it, that you didn't have that mentality? No. I mean, nah, not really, bro. I mean, this is, within the last 10 years, obviously, it's taken on a new life. And as things become like cult classics or like a generational type of deal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it became something that, uh, that, uh, it became something else, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, took on a life of its own. But, but the whole time was like, you know, we get to go to baseball parks and do really cool stuff. And uh, you get to make people happy. And make people happy and see them smile and tell them that they enjoyed this film with you. It's type of, it's just a, it's a really cool thing, you know? Yeah. It's a blessing, bro. It's a blessing to share. It's a blessing to have and be a part of. Is do the world worlds cross over a lot? So we like do people know you? Like the I mean, world? they do, and then some some don't, and then some figure it's like a, a like a name play or a white label thing, and then when they really find out that this is like this is life, and this is just yeah. my world's crossing over more than anything else. You know, they figure out that you know there isn't a, you know foreign genetics didn't create a line for squints. Do you grow them yourself? Like, yeah, do I you... cultivate. Yeah. So that's my, that is what I do. You know what I mean? Where do you I'm think that, pa that patient passion came from music growing up? Yeah, just the, the, the ever expanding mindset of like trying to get better. You right? guys can come through. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> please don't, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just talking. You guys are fine. Please, <laughs> please, yes. I feel like we're holding people. I know. I don't want them to think that. No, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the museum. Please. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no problem. Of course. Thanks, man. Yeah, I got you. I'm here. You're not killing me. <laughs> no. There you go. Enjoy. All right, thank you so yeah, nice much. Nice to meet nice you. To My meet pleasure. You. Yep. Awesome. Um, you know, it's a... Uh, you're a really good dude. I don't mean to, like, cut... I just want to say yeah, that. Like, you know what it is. It's just... No, uh, your energy and your, like, I feel it, and I think people who meet you feel it, too, so... I appreciate that, you know? I just want to say that. Um, I try to, you know, approach every day and everything with an open heart and an open mind to try to, you know... Yeah. You know, 
Muggs told me a long time ago, he said, uh, just do cool shit with cool people. Just do dope shit with dope people. And I've thought about that, and I say it in interviews all the time because I want to like reiterate what that means. But the ability to be blessed with the, the opportunity Mm -hmm. To have your eyes open and see these things come to life and to do dope shit with dope people is like, that's just what I lead with. And if I can create and the, and the people enjoy it, uh, then that's, that's, that's it, bro. That's what I'm here for, you know what I mean? What's your proudest moment in your, in your lifetime? I mean, being a good father and being there for my children, that's what comes first, right? Is the, is everything is for them, you know? And being able to watch them grow and hopefully, you know, sharing generational wealth and being able to provide a better uh, life for them than I had. Yeah. And also being able to, to create the change that we want to see in the world through our children, because that's what it's really about, right? Yeah. Everybody's trying to fix right now, or everybody's got an opinion about how they change today, right? Mm -hmm. But what do I do for a living? I plant trees, right? What do you plant trees for? Most people plant trees and they never get to see the shade, right? Yeah. We got dudes that planted whole forests and knew they were never gonna sit in it, right? Yeah. But generations deep sit in that, right? So through the children, we get to see the change we wanna, we wanna affect in the world. People get lost in the day to day. I get lost in the it's day to day. Hard, I'm, I'm a big dude. I'm 280 pounds. Yeah. I wanna work out, but I get tired. I'm lazy. I don't yeah. wanna work out today. But I don't. Th I think about the day. I don't think about two yeah. months from now where I don't yeah. think about me being tired. I just am mad I didn't work out. And that's a very simple thing. But I don't think people think about the future. It's hard. Uh, it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to think about ourselves sometimes. Even you know as. as, as as selfish as we think of humans, mm -hmm. we still are able to let ourselves go in certain ways yeah. and to not take credit for, for things. But it's not only for you, it's for your family. Yeah. It's for the, the downline of the people that you can affect. And if you're conscious of it, like just the thought that you want the change, you know, then just a little bit of effort and discipline and you get there, right? And, it, and it's, you know, we got to live our life too. I'm not yeah. the dude that tells you don't, don't do this, don't do that, uh, uh, you know. You need to do the strictest diet or this thing. It's like, you know, you gotta you gotta live a little as well, right? And you gotta find your balance. So don't don't beat yourself up. You know, everything is one day at a time and a work in progress. You know, but how it is. It's hard to get distracted because because life is a lot, bro. How do you push your ego through. away to be a good father, to be a good man, to be a? And we should walk over to the clubhouse, finish yeah. at the, because I do want you to be. But how do you push your ego aside, being who you are, doing what you do? in the public to then be a good father, be a good husband, be a good man? I just, uh, you know, one day at a time, bro. And I know that, you know, I got people that are counting on me regardless. And, uh, you know, it's in my heart to try to, to be good. It's not about me, bro. All this shit comes and goes. Mm -hmm. I'm the same dude on the bus that I am in a Bentley. And, and none of the shit, shiny shit really matters, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we all like cool shit, but it's a, it's just human nature. It's not about it you. Grain of salt, you know? Yeah, it's not about you as a cool thing for you to say, because I feel like you were probably thrust into that knowledge of it's not about you. I mean, it but, goes and it goes, right? To, yeah. get, to get great attention and then to see how quickly that can disappear. Yeah. And I've watched the egos come and the egos fall and, and to see how, how you don't. 
uh, see how everything kind of ends up, right? And yeah. that shit never ages well, right? Yeah. Very few keep that forever, you know? And, and you know, it's like, it's cool to have bravado, and then it's cool to be approachable as well. Mm -hmm. And it's cool to know your place in life and the effect you have on others. So I just try to keep it like 100, you know? I am who I am. The Do things I've done are outside of me, you know? I didn't yeah. like... There ain't no great talent probably in the right place at the right time with the open mind and just approaching things from that from that that way you know yeah you know they the shit all speaks through us bro we ain't really creating or controlling nothing you know it's all out there we're just harnessing it so you're a I spiritual like guy that. i mean i know that there's more going on than we see you know hallucinogens yeah yeah you ever have a dmt trip uh, I haven't done DMT actually, but I'm you know pretty well versed in the, mm -hmm. the psychedelic realm from from uh, from a pretty young age. So you know, yeah, I use it for when it's needed. You know, more of a spirit quest than to have fun. trip out and see some yeah. shit. You know what I mean? I know it's powerful medicine, so I, I would like to think that I use it like the ancients used it. You know? Yeah, that's the DMT with the shaman. There's yeah. this rapper, Quaddy Diesel. He goes, why the fuck would you do DMT without a shaman? Because that's what it's for, bro. <laughs> why the fuck would you do if DMT and eat some ramen? Realm, yeah. yeah, don't, it don't like, uh, no. it's not what it's for, you know? Yeah. You want to go meet the creators? You want to find out and lose ego? You want to you die and come back? Then, then appreciate it and respect it for what it is, you know? It's like meeting someone you love that not that you want something from that you want to respect you and yeah. you act like an asshole like when i if i had my podcast when i was a heavy drinker yeah i wouldn't have anything because i would just be so drunk that they'd yeah. be like you'd lose the opportunity you have 100%. to go into things with the intent that you need yeah. and and then you know you obviously have a different perspective now of what and why you're trying to offer to the world right mm -hmm. whose story are you trying to tell and why yeah and being comfortable in the way you approach it and just the you know I've watched your stuff and it's great because it's it's very I love that it's very go with the flow and natural in conversation that's what I like I like when we can have this this open dialogue and yeah. be ourselves and and be in a safe space right because that's where the magic happens for I think I was very lucky that the medium that I was given or that was chosen for me is freedom because yeah. if I am put to something I wouldn't work and I say that because the universe will work to the parameters that you're under if you prove that you can put the work in. Yeah. Like, you can do whatever you want, the way you want it, but you have to sacrifice yourself. It's all there. We create it in our mind, and we bring it into the physical, right? And then it's the way that you approach it from there. And, it, and it's yours to give or to lose, and at, you know, at all yeah. stages, you know? But anything's possible. So the weed passion, there wasn't a moment when you realized that was for you. This area will be closing in 10 minutes. Um, we'll walk over to the uh, kids' sandlot yeah. exhibit while you answer that. Um, I mean, I felt like I this knew all along, right? And I feel like my background and the way I wanted to go live my life was like, you know, who quits being a, a working actor? You know, it's a job path or a career path that is like regarded in our society as the highest of the high, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't get much higher than being a, a, a star of a film, right? Yeah. That's who we've been idolizing since we were kids. Athletes, film, television, uh, music, right? Yeah. Like these are the epitome. I mean, you know, astronauts and, 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 and 
presidents and these things, but at the highest of the highest is the... No one knows. No one knows the third guy to step foot on the moon. No, bro, His name's about... uh, Pete Conrad. See? And I used to have a joke about how no one knows the fuck who Pete that's Conrad it. is. That's He's the is. third it's guy to step song. foot on the moon. But, you know, every other day there's a new movie star that's yeah. a household name, right? Mm -hmm. And we've seen that that timelessly shapes our whole reality all yeah. over the world, right? From American culture. So it, it, it is interesting. But for me to be like, eh, I think I'm going I'm to stop doing this and go do this, which was super But you realized what it was. It really was. It was my What passion. being a star really is. Oh, yeah. yeah right? You realize that's oh, yeah. not like age, the... That wasn't it. That's not... Yeah. That doesn't give mean, you the keys comes, to life. No, no. It, it seems like it gives you the keys to trouble, right? Or the keys to, to testing you and to seeing if you can handle the, yeah. the things that come with it, right? Yeah. Um, it, uh, it is a double-edged sword, right? We see them go to great heights and then fall, and then constantly chasing this high that you see the people and the vibe and the energy, right? So that's what they're collecting, right? Because people are yeah. giving that. So, And the comedians come, and then when they get off stage, what do they do, right? They tear themselves down, and they're super, like, you know, self-involved of, like, not feeling like that. Because that energy is so much, bro. They're boosted That's to the true, highest yeah. levels, you know? Yeah. It's the gladiator, bro. It's from sitting on the floor, right, in the Coliseum and knowing that everybody all eyes on me, right? I mean, I think Pac had, yeah. he was telling you what it was, right? Yeah. All eyes on me, good, bad, this, in between. It doesn't matter who I am or how I'm presented to you, but they're, you're, you're watching, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what it is. You know, so the energy can come with good or bad or anything in between. And we just got to, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily for me. And I found a way to like come in and out, but not really focus on it being about that, right? What's your purpose in life? You know, just to, to, to keep creating and, uh, you know, leave my mark through my children and my creations and, you know, leave the world a better place than it was, right? And it's all in my own way. To be a conduit. A conduit, yeah. I mean, think about all the people that I've touched. As many people as I've touched through, through film, I've touched through cannabis, right? Yeah. How many people's lives have I made easier? How many people have come into my shop and told me this was for them? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, I get to touch as many people's lives that way, help them through their day, help them get by, inspire them, help them want to, you know, be a part of this business and help the plant, right? I lead with that. So that's what it was always about anyway. It wasn't about this or that. It was about, yo, I think that this thing is, uh, is special and this plant has a lot to offer and is very introspective and make us learn about ourselves. It's not for everybody, mm -hmm. but it, it, you know, it's been here for thousands and thousands of years and been used as medicine, right? Yeah. So now we're just coming back around to the, to the, the plant medicine and the ability of what it has, right? And look, I think that although we're in a topsy-turvy time, things are starting to change, right? And yeah. you're seeing the outlook of the youngsters being a little bit different. There's a mix, right? There's a, there's a balance, but the plant medicine is key to, to knowing what is real, right? And the loss of ego and check yourself because, you know, a lot of people can't handle it because it makes them nervous or uneasy. Mm -hmm. Well, that's easy to say when you're not, you're not comfortable in your own skin, right? And this is revealing yourself. It's revealing yourself to yourself, right? Yeah. It's making you be able to sit outside of yourself and start to think about, you know, you got to check your own boxes, right? And, yeah. And be, be, you know, responsible for your actions and things. So uh, I think it has a very special place. And I'm glad that, you know, it's not as taboo anymore and that people, you know, now look at it like not like, you know, I'm a dummy for, for wanting to, to 
to, you know, yeah. do that instead of that. Shouldn't a podcast? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> uh, so I think that, uh, you know, everything has something to offer. And I think that everybody has something to offer the world, you know? Yeah. And I think that if we start looking at for what's, what's better for the whole, you know, then, then in turn our lives will get better as well, right? Yeah. And if that's the focus, then we're in a good space. I fuck with that, and I appreciate it. I don't want to take up more of your time wandering oh, good, around, bro. but I do have to ask, did people get mad? Like at first with the weed connection to the movie, like calling it I've Wendy. Only had, I've it. only had love from never Nobody's you got. Things, you know? I fuck with and that. I think that the, and it's the, because your energy, I yeah, bet. It's because the, you're the a good dude. The evolution of like our, you know, the business catching up with that and the age range of everybody and the original fans. So mm -hmm. I've never, I've never had anybody uh, say anything. I think there was one bad comment on a. Uh, on Instagram from some old oh. head that like, had something to say, but outside of that, it was like... <laughs> Who gives a fuck about yeah, Instagram? Yeah, you know, he was stuck in his ways type of deal, you know? He was like, ah, oh, that movie did this, this, and this, and now blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, that ain't really what it is, but I'm sorry you feel that way type of deal, you yeah. know? So always with a grain of salt, always with an open heart and, and open mind, and, uh, you know, till the next one, right? Man, this was amazing. We're in the Boss Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. During induction day. Yeah, it's my first time. Your first, first time. time we got to you walk know. around, do it. This was a legendary experience, and I really appreciate you. Yeah, I'm glad it all came together. To this it. is yeah. the, the thing I said. Like, if you take that drive, and you come to just meet me in Cooperstown, and then we get a great piece of art off of it, right? Exactly. Because we showed up in the same place with a common goal, and and that's what we got. So. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Man, thank you. It's a blessing, and I'm sure we'll do it again. Of course, yeah. We're definitely, yeah. this is not the last time. <laughs> this is actually episode 300 of the podcast. Is it? Congrats, yeah. bro. That's thank a, you. I, I do podcast myself. I, I do have a little studio and a show. It's called Truth Hurts, and uh, I do it with a buddy of mine. But it's a, a testament. 300 episodes is no easy task. Thank you. And it's something that is, you know, is a, a blessing, but it's hard to keep up with and, and, and be on top of it, you know what I'm saying? So I was a lost person until I found this podcast, really? and it gave me purpose. Now, I was a stand-up, but no one was booking me for stand-up. I was drinking. I was. This podcast gave me purpose, and uh, that's why I'll show up for anything, because the podcast showed up for me. And when life shows up, when you show up for life, life shows up for you. It's crazy, You right? know, like... That's all it takes. It's, it's sometimes just... Life is a bunch of dumb bumper stickers on the back of cars at the end of the day. <laughs> Every one of those dumb sayings is 100% true. It's all true, right? And that's what life is. Yeah, it's a 100% right. That's a great, that's a really great analogy, actually. I but love anyway, that. I'm going to keep that one. I'm you can use that, that, that any time. It really is, right? It really is. Yeah. Thank you. Bless, Thank brother. you for this. Thank you. Thank you, Thatcher, for holding the camera. We appreciate you, bro. <laughs> and we're, we're out. Walk and talk. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah